Maybe it's a classic or maybe a flop. Has Katie seen it? She probably has not. She'll sit down and watch it if it's good or it's bad. Hey, have you seen this? No, Katie hasn't seen that. Hi, I'm Katie, and if I had a nickel for every time someone said to me, wait, you haven't seen this movie? Oh my god, you need to see this movie. I'd be very rich. So this is my podcast, where I finally watch those movies you all have told me I need to see, and I tell you what I think. In today's episode, we are diving into Forrest Gump. This is the very first episode of this podcast. I'm doing this for the first time ever, and I'm actually really excited about it, so I hope you all enjoy this. But this is the format of the show. First... I will chat about my expectations of the movie, then I'm gonna watch it, and then I'm gonna tell you my unfiltered thoughts. So first things first, Forrest Gump is from 1994. It stars Tom Hanks, I think Sally Field is in it. Uh, One of the things that I'm doing is I am not really looking anything up about the movie before I watch it, and I don't really know what to expect, except I looked it up, and it is two hours and 22 minutes long. What on earth? in this movie is making it two hours and 22 minutes long. I guess I'm going to find out. Also, I have quoted throughout my life very many times, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get, which I mean applies to a lot of situations, though I know he sits on a bench for that. So that's something I know. I think he's got a girlfriend in it. That's something that I feel like I've seen a clip at some point where he goes, Jenny, I've also heard rumors of time travel, but that just doesn't seem right. Forrest Gump doesn't come across to me like a time travel movie. And I know he has an accent. So that's the extent of my knowledge of Forrest Gump. I have no idea what we're gonna, what we're getting ourselves into. It has a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, an 8.8 out of 10 from Internet Movie Database, and a 4.6 slash 5 on Facebook. Also didn't know Facebook did movie ratings. So the next step of this process is I'm going to watch the movie and then I'll let you all know what I think. Okay, so first of all, I watched Forrest Gump and I've just been talking about it near my phone. I got a darn spoiler on Twitter from a promoted tweet that said, How did Jenny die? Check out these theories. That son of a gun phone eavesdropping happened, but that's a whole different podcast. So I went in with the spoiler, which I was kind of bummed about. And the entire time I'm like, all right, let's wait for when Jenny dies. But I guess let's just jump into it. I feel like Forrest Gump is the guy on the airplane you sit next to who you don't want to talk to, but they, you know, keep talking to you anyway. But with that said, I think this movie had a funny way of making fun of itself. And I went in, I was a little bit uh, frustrated at the part where Elvis was, Elvis learned how to dance from young Forrest in his braces. And if any of you have seen the movie Mafia with Jay Moore, that entire sequence when Forrest is running and the braces break away from his legs, all I could think of is the movie Mafia. Don't know what I'm talking about? Google Forrest Gump scene in Mafia. And that will be all you'll ever be able to picture when someone says, run, Forrest, run, and the brace is breaking away from his legs. I will say the entire movie, I liked it. Okay, I liked it. 
I love Tom Hanks. And every time I see a movie with Tom Hanks, I go, damn it. I really do like Tom Hanks. And I thought he did a great job in this. I became emotionally attached to Bubba, was devastated when Bubba died. This movie does a great job making you care for the characters. I will say, though, the rain budget for this movie must have been astronomical. There was so many rain sequences, but I'm almost wondering if that was on purpose. I think this came out at a time where green screens were new. And boy, did they have a heyday with their green screens. And also, was this the birth of deep fakes? I'm just asking because the, the, the mouths over all of these ancient historical, I guess they're not ancient, all these historical moments in time and inserting forest into them. I think that's part of what I didn't like about this movie, but it grew on me as I watched it. So it was interesting seeing uh, how green screen technology in its heyday made its uh, debut. And I think that at the time, maybe with Forrest Gump in 1994, it was like, oh my gosh, did you see what they did? And I think that's part of the journey. I mean, I think that's why it took two hours and 22 minutes to watch the whole thing, because they're like, hey, what if we get Richard Nixon in this? I also didn't know Gary Sinise was in this, and he had a pretty big part. He played Lieutenant Dan, and if you watch The Orville, I also have a podcast called Quantum Drive, where we watch every episode of The Orville ever and discuss it. And there's a character in that called Lieutenant Dan, and that was also something I couldn't couldn't get out of my head. But I will say, overall, you grow to love characters that you don't like, such as Jenny. I thought she was very manipulative. Granted, though, she came from a very abusive background, Watching her arc was very interesting, and I just wanted so badly. I was just like, no, you and Forrest need to be together. And by the end, we kind of get that satisfaction. But then she gets sick and dies. But there's baby Forrest, who was played by Haley Joel Osment. Didn't know that. Also, he's the I see dead people kid. Fun fact about me, I was around the same age when The Sixth Sense came out, and I had the biggest crush on Haley Joel Osment. Don't judge me. Or you can. It doesn't really matter to me. But that's a that's a little tidbit. I'm gonna sneak that in there. One of the things I actually really liked about this movie is the theme of birds kept coming back through it. And in the last year, birds have taken on a new meaning for me. I think they are a great representation of grief and stages in your life. And so I appreciated that that was something that kept reoccurring. I did look up some things on this, and it is based on a book from 1986 by the author Winston Groom, and the book is just simply called Forrest Gump. It's got the same name. And I have this theory that books are the superior medium to every form of entertainment because so many good movies are made from books. At this point, I'm starting to think that we should all just read books more because they keep making movies out of books. That's more of a note to self kind of thing. One of the things I thought about too, as I was watching this is I took a class in college. Another fun fact about me is I was a media theater arts major for a while before switching to psychology. But while I was a media theater arts major, there was a class where you would watch movies and analyze them. And that was an actual class I took and I loved it, but it was hard. That teacher really made you work and wanted you to actually analyze movies. So when I was watching this for this podcast, I was like, this reminds me of something I did in college. And I really tried to search for the deeper meaning in things. Overall, I really did like this movie. It had moments, of course, that I was like, yeah, I could have done without that, but I'm not mad that I watched it. I feel like Forrest Gump is a character that you care about because he is the good in the world that we rarely see now. He made me feel like he keeps going when everything and everyone around him is just awful. And that no matter what, it doesn't mean you can't keep trying. 
I cared so much about Forrest Gump by the end of this movie. I was like, I must protect him at all costs. He's the kind of loyalty that doesn't exist in this world and that you want to exist or that is very rare. He is the kind of friend that I would want and the kind of friend that we all need. I think people like this movie because our world is so toxic in general. And I think Forrest Gump is the furthest person from toxicity. So overall, I'm glad you all told me to watch this, okay? I liked it. I walked away glad that I watched it. I can see why so many people love this movie. At the end of each of these podcasts, I'm gonna do a rating where I let you know out of 10 how much I'd recommend this movie. I would give it an 8.5 out of 10 chocolates. That's right, I said chocolates. I'm gonna do themed ratings. Oh yeah, you better buckle up for those. If you have a movie you'd like for me to do next that you think I probably haven't seen, please let me know. And I look forward to doing the next one of these. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hang out with me more, or if you just want to yell at me for my thoughts on a specific movie, I stream over on Twitch at www.twitch.tv slash katiepetersplays. Also, feel free to follow and chat with me on Twitter at PlayKatiePlay and on Instagram at katiepetersplays. Music written and performed by Mark Can Do It. Katie Hasn't Seen That is a part of the Geek Generation Network. Until next time, keep your popcorn warm for me.